we give glory to God for yet another week in the land of the living. And we want to appreciate you, our precious audience, for listening to Gloam Podcast. This week, the Lord is set to bless us afresh through his word, and the vessel he has prepared to do that is the wife of our president, our own dear sister Ifeolua Adifarakan. Please open up your heart to receive fresh revelation from the throne of grace. Be blessed as you listen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name for another opportunity for us to learn together uh, at your feet. Thank you for your words you've given to us in time past. Thank you for today, because we trust that you, the Lord, will teach us from your throne of grace. And at the end of this meeting, this teaching will have all the full cause to bless your holy name. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for in Jesus' almighty name I have prayed. Amen. I want to appreciate God for this opportunity. uh, And I also want to thank our president for this privilege. May God continue to strengthen you, sir, in Jesus' name. Uh, Today, without wasting time, we want to look at a topic together uh, called Trusting God's Plans. Trusting God's plans. Our text will be taken from the book of Acts, chapter 7, from verse 6 to 7, <clears throat> excuse me, and also from verse 34 to 36. Acts, chapter 7, from verse 6 to 7, and also from same chapter, but from 34 to 36. I will be reading from the Living Bible, TLB, so if you have that, you could, we could read together. And if not, you can read from any version you have. But I'll be reading mine from the Living Bible. Verse 6 says, Acts chapter 7, verse 6. But God also told him that this descendant of his would leave the land and live in a foreign country and there become slaves for 400 years. Verse 7. Excuse me, please. But I will punish the nation that enslaves them God told him, and afterwards my people will return to this land of Israel and worship me. Then I go to verse 34, still the same chapter, chapter 7. It says, I have seen the anguish of my people in Egypt, and I have heard their cries. I have come down to deliver them. Come, I will send you to Egypt. And so God sent back the same man. His people had previously rejected by demanding, Who made you a ruler and judge over us? Moses was sent to be their ruler and their savior. And the last verse, which which is verse 36. And by means of many remarkable miracles, he led them out of Egypt and through the Red Sea and back and forth through the wilderness for 40 years. Uh, So I'll just give us a little intro uh, into this passage we just read. So verse 6 and 7 here, God was talking to Abraham. And just to tell you that at this time, Abraham was actually childless at a very old age. And here God was not just talking about one child, even eventually, if eventually he grants him his heart desire that he wants a child. And God, of course, has given him his word that is going to give him a son. 
God was not talking about one year. He was talking about descendants. He was talking about, you know, there's the plural form. Not just one, but many. And of course, he fulfilled this through Isaac eventually. So he was talking to Abraham here. And Abraham believed him. And he was so unto him. He believed him. He got Isaac, the promised child, and all this was fulfilled. How do we know? Of course, that's what verse 34 to 36 talked about because this is where he fulfilled what he has said. And so 400 years later in the land of Egypt, God fulfilled his promise by raising up Moses to deliver his people. He says something to Abraham four year, 400 years earlier in uh, uh, verse 6 and 7. And of course, 34 to 36, 400 years later, he fulfilled that promise and he delivered his children. That is the God we serve. Okay, so let's talk a little, let's talk a little about trust in our dispensation. I don't forget what we're talking about. We're talking about trusting God's plans. So from what we read, I gave us the intro in the intro already, what God said to Abraham, how he fulfilled it. And then we are seeing, of course, we are the product. We are seeing the result today. Let's talk a little about trust in this uh, dispensation. You will agree with me that this, <laughs> this word trust or the word trust is one of the strong words you don't find people using quite often. And this is simply because of our sensitivities. It takes a lot of effort to trust I, I sometimes hear phrases like, um, I really like you, you know, but I don't trust you. There are times I hear, I love you, but I just find it hard to trust you completely, you know, and so on. And here we're talking about trusting God's plans for our lives. How can we as believers keep trusting in the Lord? How can we as believers not look at our present situation? And just trust his plans for us. This is exactly what I want us to talk about today. How can we stand the test of time? How can we say no to all the fears, you know, uh, all, all the fears coming, rushing into our heart, reminding us of, of, of past errors, of, of why this would not work, situations around us. How can we silence all this and just focus on God alone and trust in his plans for our lives? Before we look into that uh, or into how we can, uh, how we can put in this effort to, to make sure we're in the right standing uh, with our Lord by trusting in his plans. I would like to define the word trust. Let's, let's understand what we're talking about. I already talked about how people view this word, you know, in our dispensation, how it's a hard thing. People don't want to give it their trust and all that. But let's really look at what, how the dictionary puts it. What's really the meaning of trust? Oxford Dictionary says, trust is to have confidence in somebody. Trust is to have confidence in somebody. And to me, I mean, this means any day, any time, I can rely on this person. This somebody. Any day, any time, I can rely on this person. Irrespective of situations around. 
And of course, in our case, we are talking about God. So we are saying to have confidence in God. Because we are not just talking about anybody now. We are talking about the all-powerful God. Having confidence in God. Okay, so now that we have established that, I, I want us to take it step by step. So we, you know, it's, it's a teaching, right? So, and we want to learn together so we can understand what we're talking about here. So having established that about trust, we know what trust is from the dictionary, from examples we have all around us, but we know what the dictionary says by having confidence in somebody, and in this case, by having confidence in God. Now I would like us to talk about God's plans. Are they good? Are they bad? How do I even know them? <laughs> right? This might be some of the questions we might be having in our heart presently. How do I know if his plans are good? Why should I trust something I don't even know much about? Well, we're about to find out together. Let us uh, look at Jeremiah 29, 11. I want us to read together Jeremiah 29, 11. And all through this uh, uh, teaching, I'll be using the Living Bible as my, uh, to read those scriptures from, as a reference. Uh, let's look at Jeremiah 29, 11, according to the Living Bible. He says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. I read, it, I read it again. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. So according to this passage, God's plans for us are good. Remember the question I asked earlier, how do I know if his plans are good? How can I trust in it? According to this passage that we just read, it says, the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. And when God says something is good, I trust him that that thing is good. How do I know this? Simply because I know God is not a liar. Anything he says, he does. He's not a man. Man can fail, not because they plan to at times, but because every man has limitation. The only all-knowing, all-sufficient, all-powerful is God. And that is enough assurance we need as his children. He's not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent of his words. If he, has said, if he has said a thing, he would definitely do it. If he says something, he would do that thing. So I believe him that his plans are good for me because he said it in his word. Also, I want us to look at Romans 8.28. Romans chapter 8 verse 28. We are still looking at God's plans. What do we know about God's plans? We have seen in the scriptures where he talks about that his plans for us are good. Now we want to see what Romans 8.28 says about his plans. Romans 8.28 from the Living Bible says, 
And we know that all that happens to us is working for our good. If we love God and are fitting into his plans. I'll take it again. And we know that all that happens to us is working for our good. How do I know this? If we love God and we are fitting into his plans. His plans towards us, they are just good. Nothing evil about it. And of course, uh, let's also look at Psalm 33 verse 11. I like to quote from his from the scripture, from God's word, because uh, this is like the assurance we have. Anything he says in his word, he does. He says he honors his, na- his words even more than his name, above his name, his names. So how do I believe him when he says he's going to do something? Because I know he's not a liar, and because I know he would definitely do everything he has said, he has told me. Psalms chapter 33 verse 11, Psalms chapter 33 verse 11 says from uh, the Living Bible, But his own plan stands forever. His intentions are the same for every generation. But God's plan stands forever, unshakable, unchangeable. His intentions are the same for every generation. He's a good God. There's nothing bad in him. There's no evil in him. Our God is good all the time. Our God is good all the time. So peradventure, some of us are struggling to trust in God's plans. Uh, Maybe because of occurrences around us. We seem to be losing our feet on the very ground we're standing on. Things are looking bleak. It's like, <laughs> I know he said it, but uh, with everything happening around me, I, I find it hard to, to concentrate, to still hold on to everything he has said. An encouragement is coming to you today. Please hold on to that word. If he has given you his word, hold on to his word. And even just as his child, know that the plans God has for you, they are plans of good and not of evil to give unto you an expected end. You might not have the whole answer. You might not hold his whole plans for now. But one thing I want you to know is to trust in his plans. I don't even have to know his plans. For goodness sake, I'm not Alpha and the Omega. He is the only one that is Alpha and the Omega. He knows the end from the beginning. What we are going to become, he knows already. So why will I not put my trust in such a in such a God, a powerful God, a God that knows what I will be? He works from the end to the beginning. We are about going into the next day now. He already spent it, so he's just given us privilege to go into that day to also spend it. So he knows all that will happen already. So all he needs is for us to just trust him. That's why I titled this uh, a short exhortation, trusting in God's plans. Just trust in God. So peradventure things are happening around you. Is you know it's making you to you, you're doubting what you believe already. You are doubting. You are not sure. Is God even there? Is he even up there? Is he looking at me? Is he seeing my situation? I'm here to encourage you today. God sees and knows you. 
sees all that is happening. All he wants from you is just to keep trusting his plans. And even if you have not received anything personally, like him talking to you directly, know what is written in his word, especially Jeremiah 29, 11, that says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Hold on to that. That is enough. Hold on to that. That is enough. Keep Keep prophesying, keep proclaiming that in all situations you find yourself. Keep saying those words to yourself. Put them at every corner in your house. When you wake up, see it. Don't let any discouragement come into your heart. Speak those words. Speak them. Speak life into those words. Confess them. Believe in it. Don't just confess it, but believe in it. Irrespective of what is happening around what I'm saying, I believe because this is what God says. And how do I know this? Because it's not a man that he should lie. If he says something, he will do it. And on, on a more practical note uh, of, of seeing how we can keep trusting, uh, how we can keep trusting in God's plans. Uh, here I want us to, I wrote, I said, um, it's a good time anytime we're having doubt in our heart to look at antecedents. Looking at antecedents in times of doubt is really, really a good way to, to still keep our feet, you know, standing on the ground and keep trusting in God. There are some privileges you have enjoyed as a child of God, you know, that had refused to leave you. Nobody can come to you and say, oh, no, this, does, this did not actually happen. You're actually lying. No, I'm not lying because I experienced this firsthand. It happened to me. Times like that that you are having doubts in your heart, it's time. there are times for you to look back and remember how good he has been to you. Things he has done for you. Look at where you are coming from. Look at where you are right now. Are you in the same, are you, are you still at the same spot? No. Were there times you, you have waited on him before, after praying, you know, about a particular thing, and he came through for you, and God came through for you. And not only did he come through for you, he even gave you something better than what you have imagined would have happened. He saved you in a situation. A situation that was going to put shame, that was going to bring you shame, that was going to ridicule your name in a way. No, he didn't allow that to happen. He changed the situation for your favor. And even he did it in a more beautiful way, more than you have ever imagined. So if for some reasons there are delays now, all you need to do is just to pray about them. Pray, have faith, keep, keep confessing, and then remember how he came through for you in time past and rest. The greatest pain we can give to God is when we doubt him, when we doubt his words. And the greatest pleasure you can give to God is when we believe in his words. Not because of the situation, not because of what we have around us. No, but just because God said it, then I believe he's going to do it. Then remember, always stop. Stop to think. Stop to think. Stop to think. Remember how he has helped you. We often read from the Bible how the children of Israel, how they were always grumbling, you know, when they were in the wilderness and talking about how, they, you know, the, the good life they had back in Egypt in bondage. 
and they fail to remember those times when they were faced with the Red Sea. We're talking about the Red Sea here. Even if they decide to walk into the Red Sea, you know at some point it will swallow them up. But God parted the Red Sea for his children to walk on, on dry ground. On dry ground. But they did not remember this. They forgot about this totally. They refused to look at antecedent or when it was raining manners for them, feeding them daily. They didn't have to do anything. God was feeding them constantly. He made sure the clothes they were wearing was not torn, was not everything. He just perfected all the, all the conditions for them. And the same Red Sea that they parted, that he parted and they walked through on dry ground, the, the children, the, the Egyptian came, they wanted to try the same, they wanted to try what they just saw, and the sea, the Red Sea swallowed them up. So when they started complaining, oh, this and this, God was not happy because they could not even look back to remember the things they had done. Antecedents. Anytime you are in such a situation, stop and think. Stop and think. It's always good to stop and reflect. Look at antecedents. What God has done in time past. How he came through for you. This will energize us. This will help us. This will help us to stand and keep trusting in him. Another way I see we can do this is to keep praying and asking for grace to keep trusting him. We should continue to pray is plans into manifestation. No matter how hard, no matter how tough situations are looking, we should never stop praying because prayer is the key. When we keep praying, then our faith will keep, will keep increasing. When we keep praying, our faith will keep increasing. We would not be seeing physical things that are happening to us. But our, our faith will be more, you know, we'll keep, we'll keep, we'll, all we keep seeing is how God is going to come through for us. Praying increases our faith. And the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God. So when we keep praying, our faith keeps going on the increase, you know, and then we'll have the ability to please God. And by this, I mean, we'll not be doubting him. He doesn't like it when we doubt him. God is happy when we believe him, when we trust in him. And I also want to say this, that uh, we must always be ready to submit to his will at all times. And know that even if you are going through tough times now and it seems God is silent, his silence doesn't mean he's absent. You can ask Joseph. Joseph in the Bible, God was silent for 13 years. He was taken into, he was sold into slavery at the age of 17. And it, was, it wasn't on, until the age of 30 that he, he became the prime minister of Egypt. For good 13 years, he was praying. He kept praying. Because he knows that uh, God's silence does not mean his absence. Even though God kept quiet for 13 years, but he kept praying. He kept praying and without wavering. And eventually God came through for him at the right time. God 
is the one that knows the right time. We have to trust him to that extent. God is the only one that knows the right time. We might be thinking something is right for us now. He, because he is the one that knows the end from the beginning. He knows if I give you this thing now. No, my child will not do as I want him to do. He always knows what is best for us. So we have to keep trusting him. And we also have to keep, you know, we have to know that uh, God has our best interest at heart. If he doesn't answer a prayer for, you know, a particular prayer right now, it's simply because he has better plans and stuff for us. All he's asking is that we trust him. God is, you know, teaching us today how we can rely on him, how we can trust him more. If God has given us his words, promises, let us keep trusting him. He will come through for us. All we need to do is to pray and rest in his plans. All we need to do is to do what? Is to pray and rest in God's plans. All we need to do is to pray and rest in God's plans. And I just want to read this. Uh, we are wrapping up now. I want to read this scripture. Uh, Proverbs chapter 3. <clears throat> Proverbs chapter 3 from verse 4 to 6 from the Living Bible. It says, If you want favor with both God and man, and a reputation for good judgment and common sense, then trust the Lord completely. Not partially, completely. Don't ever trust yourself. And verse says, in everything you do, put God first and he will direct you and crown your effort with success. I'll read that last verse again. It says, in everything you do, put God first and he will direct you and crown your effort with success. And this is where I'm going to stop uh, uh, the teaching today. God has spoken to us on how we have to keep trusting him, how we have to keep believing in him. And we can do this. We can do this because we have that strength in us. Holy Spirit gives us that strength every day. We should not frustrate his efforts over our lives by refusing his help. He's always there ready to help us. All we need to do is to embrace his help and to keep going forward. To keep going forward. For adventure, you are even in a, uh, in a beautiful situation right now. Everything you have asked God, God has given it to you. But then this doubt keeps coming. How do I know they are not going to sack me tomorrow? How do I know I'm not going to lose this thing that gives me joy? How do you know? You have a lot of how do I know? How do I know? God's word is coming to you today. Hold on. Trust in his plans. He will not bring you this far to fail you. God will not do that. Because he is not a man. He will not bring you this far, you know, to give you all the things you've desired him, desired from him. And then, you know, just jump you like that. No, he will not do that. You just have to keep trusting him. Don't listen to those negative voices. Keep trusting in the Lord. That he will give you a future. That he has a future and a hope for you. And for eventually you are listening to me today. You, you have not even given your life to Jesus. 
uh, because we, you know we keep talking we keep saying things since we started about children of god how he's going to come through for us his plans his promises for us and his word and you are listening to me you are not even his child yet this is an opportunity for you uh to give your life to surrender your life to jesus as as your savior is knocking on the door of your heart today and say open up open up your heart to me and let me come in this is another opportunity and in case you are there listening to me i just want you to say this after me say lord jesus i'm a sinner and i cannot help myself please wash me in your precious blood and make me a new creature i open the door of my heart to you today come into my life and become my lord and savior thank you for saving me amen i i congratulate you if you have said that prayer after me i'm happy you said that and i believe in my heart that god is already in your heart and is knocking is is of course he has been knocking and now you have given him that chance he's really happy about that and i'm also happy too and i i just pray that god will continue to help us uh, let us pray together even as we round up dear lord we thank you thank you for your word that you have spoken to us today we worship you lord we pray that even as we uh, make up our mind to keep trusting in you to do all that you have spoken to us about today we ask that you help us from above and you give us the strength we need to carry on thank you heavenly father we worship you for in Jesus almighty name we have prayed amen god bless you all. shalom thanks be to god for this timely word may the grace to apply these truths rest upon us in jesus name we also want to appreciate our dear sister ifeolua for making herself available to be used by god may the lord continue to increase her on all sides in jesus name thank you for listening to this week's episode We will be here again next week for another episode of Gloam Podcast if the Lord has not returned. Until then, keep enjoying your freedom in Christ Jesus. God bless you.